Halfway to the weekend here on a Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining us. Crisis to begin the day. You know, you and I, we get in here several hours before the show. We have all the time in the world. Several hours. We The show ends at two. We have all this time to prepare. And why is it every day we're both like, I need three more minutes. <laughs> at 10.02, we need three more minutes to get ready. I don't know. If it, yeah. Usually it's, <laughs> thank goodness it's never both of us that are frazzled in the same day. Yeah. Just all but, of a sudden. So what are you missing right now? I don't know where my cell phone is. Well, that could be easy. Let's call Mike Wicket. My, uh, I generally keep, and luckily my wife is down the hall, but I generally keep my phone on silent. Yeah, me too. And then I forget. And Right. But when my wife is pregnant and wants, for some reason, needs to get a hold of me, she'll scold me for not picking up my phone. Is it in here? I don't even hear it ringing. It's probably in there. I don't hear it ringing on my phone yet. It's probably in the office. Although the headphones kind of <laughs> But she'll scold It says me. it's dialing. She gets mad because I don't have it on. It, like she said, what if my water broke? And she's right. So now I have to always have it on me and at the bare minimum on vibrate during the show. And now I don't have it on me. It Luckily, seems to be going straight to voicemail. Well, that's not good either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I just got your voicemail. Oh, that's not good. So. Not good at all. That's not going to help us find it. No, no. I'm assuming I just left it in the office. Can I ask a question? Yeah. What's in the pretty bag? Uh, I don't know. It's a gift from Ellen Shank. Oh. She couldn't make it to the uh, the company baby shower that you helped organize last week. Uh, So she, you know, I wouldn't expect somebody who has to get up at four in the morning to be here at four in the afternoon for our shower. I completely get it. So she brought that for me and Lee. I haven't opened it yet. No, it's a very nice bag. So I'm going to wait until Lee is free. And then we'll open it together. Huh. I bet Ellen gives a good gift for I a bet. baby shower. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I bet Ellen comes through because she's in charge of all the cakes around here. EJ gave me days. 900 baby wipes. Really? Yeah. I'm <laughs> not kidding. Great. I mean, that's a completely functional yeah. baby gift. That's such a guy gift to give. He gave me baby wipes. Our instructions to the men, because everybody was invited, our instructions to the men was diapers. All you have to bring is diapers. Got so some that's of those. in the same yep. same idea. Yep. EJ brought so. me that, and I, I assume, I don't know what's in the bag, but I'm sure it's a very nice gift from Ellen. What did Travis get you? Uh, Travis, what did you get him for the baby shower that you were invited to? Oh, boy. That I reminded you of. Man. Well, a, first a, off, I thought the baby shower was going to be on a Friday, not Thursday. Right, but and you I didn't get him anything. Nothing. You still could. It's not too late. Baby's not born yet. He still needs stuff. So why are you guys hounding me? If he I brings can, you, I can still get you something. Travis, just so you know, a bottle of whiskey is a totally acceptable bot, uh, baby. Yeah, I'm sure the wife <laughs> Because it works for you that. and teething. That's all I'm saying. Right. Shirley is going to love yeah. that as a gift idea. Because she she's excited to have a glass of wine for the- Whiskey you know, fan that she's not. But she's still, like, even after the baby is born, still can't drink. Not a right? ton. Not a ton because no. you're still she's gonna be breastfeeding for so yeah. long. So it's like, ah, I still get a DD for a few more months. And she doesn't drink whiskey anyway. So no, no, she doesn't, Travis. So I would skip that idea. Maybe. Oh, I wasn't getting it for her. <laughs> <laughs> I think diapers are good. And don't get the newborn, like get the diaper, because I hope you don't have everyone giving you diapers for the first three months. Like you're gonna need them after that. I spent a lot of last weekend. Uh, washing baby clothes, like all the things mm-hmm. from the family shower and a lot of the gifts from from the shower here at work last week. And I realized that 
we have an abundance of baby clothes for zero to six months. Yep, people and- <laughs> forget they grow up after that. <laughs> and they're all adorable. Yep. But, but we- useless after six <laughs> you, months. We're really going to need stuff by next June that isn't for a, you know, or by next September, I guess, that isn't for a six-month-old baby girl. Are you being <laughs> given, though, stuff from, because you have other girls in the family, Right? On both sides? Her sister, my sister. Both of us are mothers are still with us. Yes. So there's other girl baby clothes in the family that can be handed handed down to you? You know, this is something I'm learning. Hand-me-downs rock. Yeah. We have a ton of friends, like my friends John and Melissa. Uh, They have two kids. They're done. The second was a baby girl who was born uh, the timing of my wedding. So they're done having kids. We get all of their hand-me-down stuff. Like... The, the bouncy things and some of the cribby, I don't know what these things are. But yeah, hand-me-downs have been a blessing because, again, a lot of people and generous and appreciative of zero to six-month stuff. But she's not going to be that small forever. <laughs> so when we get the bigger stuff, as parents, I'm sure, are nodding their head in agreement, or as we learned yesterday, in agreement yesterday, mm-hmm. Uh, we're 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 starting to see the need that by the time we get to the to, to next fall, we'll need some bigger stuff. Has someone yet? Someone just said this on the text line, and and if no one has gotten you this, um, this might be on me to make sure that you have it home. <laughs> um, are have we talked about this? The the children, the adult children's book called "Go the Blank to Sleep." No, but that I have I've read. I, okay, <laughs> I think I, I saw Morgan Freeman read it once. Right, that's what it is. It's and so you can you is. should YouTube it. Get, we're gonna have to bleep it, Travis, because it's he doesn't he he uses the words that were that we would bleep. <laughs> And so it's, yeah, it's an adult children's book about getting your kids to go to sleep. And he increasingly gets angrier and more passionate as the book goes on. And it is so funny. Okay. I'm playing this blind. But no. But wait. You're going to have to bleep it. It says edited. This Ah. is from YouTube. Are we going to trust? What do you think, Travis? Should we trust this? I don't trust you anymore because you played Pop Roach and then you played a girl who you thought was, oh, she looks so sweet. She she would never say this Julia Michaels. Yeah. All right. We'll do. We'll we'll check it at the break. How's that? I think Travis should listen. To Travis, it. can you check and see? I think Travis should be since, if, since if he's the, in charge of the license. I think is this? Yeah. It, it, check and check that ver- version I just sent you and see if it's clean. If we can play it, because I have heard it like and, a few seconds of it, and, and I feel like I should get it. If it's not, we can find the the dirty version and just we're just gonna have to bleep it. Uh, we'll, yeah. We'll just have to dump. I'll have to just go through and edit it real quick. Yeah. Okay. But it's really, really funny if you've never heard it. <laughs> so, uh, good so, idea, Texter. So, yeah, when I when when uh, Leah's done, I think whatever record people is here doing something, some real official business down the hall, mm-hmm. uh, she'll come down and we'll we'll see what Ellen got us, which, you know, anything has, has been very, very, very generous of everyone so far. So, it's been... It's been amazing. And again, I, I, I love the hand-me-downs. We're getting so many people bringing us stuff or having us come get it that is for babies six months and older mm-hmm. as their kids get up and or grow up and, and don't fit in the stuff anymore. Okay, so we were going to talk about Chiefs here. We can talk about that next. Yeah, coming up, uh, big news yesterday. If you haven't heard it by now, they have moved the game, and we will uh, discuss why. You'll hear some of the factors and some of the interesting tidbits coming in from inside sources around the National Football League. And if you were – and if give us a call if you were leaving this weekend to go to Mexico City – are you still going to go 
Are you are you trying to get refunds? We'll tell you if you want to go. You can get a round trip ticket to Los Angeles right now for one hundred and fifty bucks. Wow! You you can fly to L.A. this weekend for the Monday nighter, uh, and you can buy tickets this afternoon. We'll tell you how and what to do if you already have tickets and you're not going to go to Mexico. We'll do all that coming up next. You're on. I got to say, uh, I'm a little shocked by the news that we found out yesterday, around 4, 4.30, something like that, that uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Rams game that was scheduled to be played in Mexico City has been moved to Los Angeles. The field conditions deemed awful <laughs> by the National Football League. Uh, there was a statement that came out yesterday the nfl announced today that it will move the monday november 19th kansas city chiefs los angeles rams game originally scheduled for estadio azteca in mexico city to the los angeles memorial coliseum in los angeles the decision is based on the determination yada 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 the field sucked and the players really didn't want to play is that that, did the players really the, the 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 word is that a lot of the players saw the because look in the national football league uh, the, the thing about the NFL, these players, and that their union is strong, but not as strong as the other leagues. If you get injured in the NFL and a team says, we're just going to cut you because your contract is worth about the paper that it's printed on, mm-hmm. they can cut you. There's no guarantee for a lot of these guys it, it, when it comes to their contract. And if you tear an ACL, blow out an Achilles, blow out your knee, whatever the case may be, because you have a shoddy field, your career's done. You're selling cars. Right. You know, you were making $15 million a year, and all of a sudden, now you got to get a real job. Mm-hmm. So there were rumors that a lot of the players, big-name players, were going to boycott the game. We're just not going to play. And the NFL didn't want egg on their face. Uh want to hear from uh, ESPN's Adam Schefter on this because he was – uh, I think about when we were talking about it around 11 o'clock in the morning, he was one of the people that said they are down there. And it was the woman, Lara from uh, Lara Mords from nine, who mm-hmm. was there at the same time in Mexico City inside the stadium saying that they're 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 discussing this field right now. If you missed it, there was a Shakira concert that ripped up the field. Then two soccer matches last week. The second game was played. And they had a week to get this field ready. And it didn't look good in, in any way. Here's ESPN's Adam Schefter. Well, Kevin, what happened is a combination of factors. You have rain in recent weeks. You had a number of concerts and soccer games, events, that took place at Estadio Azteca. And what happened was the teams had their own people go in to examine the stadium a couple of weeks ago, and they weren't overly concerned about the playing condition. But when they went back this week and saw the condition of the playing surface, they were tremendously alarmed to the point where teams did not want to have to play a game on that surface, and players were truly thinking of not playing if the NFL went ahead and carried out this game on Monday night. Now, again, I think this really picked up a lot of steam over the last 24 hours. The NFL was determined to try to get this game in, but the longer it went on and the more players and organizations' eyes were open to what was going on in that field, the more the NFL recognized that it couldn't play this game there on Monday night, and so it moved it back to Los Angeles for this upcoming Monday night. And if you're the Chiefs organization or you're the Rams organization and you know that field is bad, Travis, you don't want to send Pat Mahomes out on the field. You don't want to send Tyreek Hill out on that field that 
is being woven. When they're talking about weaving the field together four days, five days before the game, like, as a player, you don't want to hear that. I know a lot of people are probably saying, you know, well, these players have enough money to take care of their own medical bills, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but I don't think you understand that when you try to basically stitch a field up and so- football players are not your soccer players. They're, gain- they're having mu- much more weight on them plus pads, helmets, and then their body weight. And they're being tackled. And being tackled. One little cut with no contact can tear your ACL. Mm-hmm. One no cut with no contact could break your ankle or twitch or, or you know pop an ankle out. One little fall to your shoulder could pop a shoulder out just because how bad that field is. Yeah, I mean, there's it, it makes no sense to play this game down there. And to be honest, if you were to pull all of the Chiefs players and all of the Rams players... I wouldn't say all of them, but the majority of them don't want to go to Mexico. They don't care about going to play it's this game. It's not a big deal the- for them. No, yeah. it's not. You know, yeah, I get that. The only people that really want the game in Mexico are Commissioner Roger Goodell, the, the big wig owners who want to expand into a city that has 23 million people in it. That's, mm-hmm. a mar- that's an untapped market that they can expand and make more money. That's the reason they play the games in London and they play this game in, in Mexico City. Players hate this. It messes up their schedule. The London game more so than Mexico City. But it messes up their schedule. It, it screws with people who, you know, in those home markets that have to give up a home game. L.A. would have had to give up a home game. Right. So if you, if, let's say that you charge 30 bucks a person to park in your, in, your garage, in your driveway or whatever, and you get 10 cars and they can fit in your backyard – You'd lost out on three hundred bucks, which for a lot of people, that's a pretty good chunk of change. Right? Vendors, local bar owners, everybody loses out, except for the Rams. They still get paid, but everybody in those local markets loses out on a home game. Um, you know, Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, transit—all that. Everybody loses out, and now they get to make that money back. So, if you were going to Mexico City and you had paid for your ticket and you had bought your Airbnb or your hotel. Five seven six seven seven nine eight. Now, what's your plan? Mm-hmm. Would love to know because if you want to go to the Monday night game, tickets are on sale for the game in LA to the general public today at three. Okay. They, they give them to, to Ram season ticket holders first, and then the general public can buy them because this is a Rams home game. So the season ticket holder who sits in section one, row one, seat one, still has the right to that ticket. Also, I saw Sam Mellinger of the Star tweet this out. If you bought a ticket for Mexico City and want to or are able to get in L.A., you can exchange it for the same seat. Okay. So I'm assuming that they'll try to put you somewhere similar to where you bought the ticket in the game or in the stadium for Mexico City, somewhere at the L.A. Coliseum. And this atmosphere, L.A. fans generally stink. They're very pretty mm-hmm. much bad fans. But this is the first time the L.A. Coliseum, because the Rams were in St. Louis for so long, this is the first time, the, I heard this uh, from our friend Carrington, first time they've had a Monday night game at the L.A. Coliseum since 1984. 1984 wow. okay. was the last time they had a Monday night game. So I would feel like the, that L.A. fans, it's the biggest game of the week. It's the biggest game of the year. Chiefs, Rams, two top teams in the NFL, the over-under, which is the combined, you can bet on the combined score, is the highest in the history of the National Football League. There's never been an over-under of 64 before coming out of Las Vegas. 
This game has all the glitz, all the glam, all the stars. You know LeBron will be on the sidelines. Travis, on Sunday, Floyd Mayweather had yeah. a seat. <laughs> he got a couple of extra footballs from some of the Rams that scored. And people were really upset about that, actually. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, all right, well, you make enough money. Do you? Can you not give that ball to someone else? Right. Like, <laughs> like the guy, one of the Rams scored a touchdown on Sunday. It was uh, Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lott, was it was it with, from the Seahawks? Yeah, from the Seahawks. What did the Seahawks score a touchdown? My God. <laughs> and he, he he spikes it, and then he yells at one of the Rams sideline guys, give me the ball, give me the ball, and he runs it over to boxer Floyd Mayweather, who made $250 million last year. Right. <laughs> for one fight. For the one fight. And I honestly think uh, this Rams-Chiefs game is basically your – Mayweather versus Pacquiao fight. Your yeah. Mayweather versus Conor McGregor fight. That's your. This is your pay per view that you don't have to pay for type of money game that you're going to watch. This is an early Super Bowl, maybe not a Super Bowl match, but this is the closest you can get to a Super Bowl in regular season. Sure, and this will be the most bet on game of the year. Monday night games traditionally are the most bet on game of the year of the weekend because. You have all the games that you bet on and lost all weekend on Saturdays and Sundays, and you want to make it up one more time to bet before you get to the following weekend. Now the glitz and glam of this game, back in Los Angeles, all the hype, all the excitement. I mean, I I think it's great that it's back in the States because these guys don't want to play it in, in Mexico anyway. 576-7798. Steven, you're on KMBZ. Taking my call on a funny part, you know, anyone who's anyone that knows anything about uh, landscaping south of the border is up north of the border working for the landscape companies. But is Roger Goodell off of his rocker? If he, the world over loves football, but if you go anywhere outside of our board, borders, football means soccer. Well, when they play it at Wembley Stadium or wherever they play it in, in, in England, it sells out. Uh, there are football fans in Mexico, Stephen, and that's a market of 23 million people. That is the entire population of Texas that live in that city. There are at least 80,000 people that they can try to get money out of week in and week out to try to expand the NFL. I know some people will tell you that Mexico is nothing but poor people, but there are 23 million yeah. people in Mexico who they want to expand the market into. And if you put one team in Mexico City, you get all Latin countries rooting for that team. And when you go to London and play at Wembley Stadium, you're putting in 90,000 fans. That's, yeah. the, that's the capacity at that stadium. And it sells out right. for some of the worst football ever. It's always Jaguars for someone. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. It is terrible. Uh, so the Chiefs and Rams going to be played Monday night in L.A. You can get your tickets. I'm telling you, that'd be a cool last-minute trip to go on, Jay. Mm-hmm. Man, you like to travel. Yeah. But your answer is, if you have tickets, go to Mexico City and spend the time there. I, I, will, I mean, you know, if, if you can't, I would do that if your trip is non-refundable. I mean, if you're stuck with it and you're, you don't want to be out $1,000 or $2,000, then go. <laughs> Just go right? and enjoy the trip, you know. But if you can get your money back, then try to go to L.A., I guess. Head down there. Spend some time in Mexico City. Find a bar on Monday night with a bunch bunch of other Chiefs fans who are in the same boat as you. Put it on Facebook. I guarantee you there will be a gathering of Chiefs fans that are in Mexico City with you that are going to gather somewhere. Absolutely. Figure out what hotel everybody's in and go hang out. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it, it sucks. No game, but you, you, you've already paid for it. Make the best of it. Go find Chiefs fans. Yeah. Drink some Coronas and Tecates and root for the Chiefs while you're down there and 
or the Rams while you're down there in uh, in Mexico City. It is 1029. It's midday with Jamie and Wicket coming up. So the uh, there are some uh, – oh, before we get into this, I want to remind you about Coats for Kids going on. Uh, the weather, cold. We know that. Uh, there are some kids out there. Imagine standing outside this morning and not having a coat. There are some kids that have to do that in Kansas City, and that's where we all come in together and we're trying to make a difference we need your help for our kansas city kids in need we need your new or your gently used coats please drop them off at any area pride cleaners uh now through december the 7th or you can stop on out tomorrow if you want to see dana wright she's going to be out at the pride cleaners 850 west blue ridge in kc uh tomorrow morning from seven until nine uh little kids big kids 18 year old i mean you know we're talking about high school kids that need the coats as well yeah, uh, and if you want to see the full list of where everyone's going to be, uh, be, I believe that's up on KMBZ.com. But, um, yeah, don't wait until the last minute. It's always fun to join us out on that last day, but the sooner we get them, the sooner they can clean them, and the sooner they can get them out. Yeah, we get them out to the kids before they go out on Christmas break. So please, please, please help out kids in need. Drop off your new or gently used coats. Again, any area pride cleaners now through December 7th. So Tide, the maker of the laundry detergent, thought they were doing a good thing. Uh. And they made a new container for their laundry detergent that uh, it's called the new Echo Box. And it uses less plastic and is more environmentally friendly to ship than regular boxes of detergent. But if you look at it, it will immediately remind you of something familiar that you might have in your fridge, which is a box of wine. If you've never bought a box of wine before, it comes, I don't even know how to describe the size of it, but it's take two eight and a half by 11 reams of paper and put them together and you're probably getting pretty close. It's about the width of a record. Yeah. About the width of a record, a couple of inches thick. And it's got a spout on it. Mm -hmm. And so the idea is that you put it on the top shelf in your fridge, the spout hangs out over the edge and then you can open it and pour it into your cup. Except this one has laundry detergent in it. Which people noticed immediately as soon as the pictures of it came out. Um, And so the pictures are out. And it all comes about a year after the Tide Pod Challenge Uh. went everywhere. Um, And so we were already aware of teens and young people, you know, eating Tide Pods and... and (laughs) Going to the hospital. Being mocked for it. Well, now the concern is that, you know, teens are going to look at this and think it's wine i don't know this is a terrible idea i mean well i mean it's not wine no it's not and you're not supposed to drink it and most people are going to keep their laundry detergent not in their fridge and so is anyone really going to confuse this with wine like really um really no my question is was there any other design they could have gone with besides this, like, I don't know, the design they already have for Tide, you know, Tide well, jugs. But the idea behind this, like I said, is that it's more eco-friendly. Why not do this, though? I'm, it, it's not, it's not wine. Um, you don't keep it in your fridge. I just can't wait, wait for the next, for the first time some kid decides, and it'll happen, to, to pour this into a glass. And think it's wine? And drink it? And maybe not think it's wine because you may not know what wine does or what wine is or the effects from wine. You may not see a difference in doing it. Maybe you'll challenge each other. Maybe the kids will cheers each other. So do you think Tide should not have been making Tide Pods because kids were eating them? Um, 
Or do you think, you know, to a certain degree, well, this is where I fall. Yeah. To a certain degree, I don't think that we can rely on companies to foresee every stupid thing that a kid's going to do. <laughs> and there's no way that Tide could have imagined that dumb teenage, you know, Tide Pods, now little kids, that's different, sure. you know, but that's where you keep those things away from where the little kids can get them. Just like you would keep, you know, your dish soap and, and, and you know, your, your oils, whatever else away from, from little kids. Little kids, you know, just keep that stuff away. Older kids know it's stupid. Older kids know they're not supposed to do it. Same idea applies here. Put this up on a higher shelf where the, the little kids aren't going to drink it because they think it's wine anyway because they don't know what that is. Keep it away from the little kids like you would keep everything else away from the little kids and rely on your teenagers to not be idiots. You're asking a lot. <laughs> I don't feel like I am. I feel like, you know, so does uh, <laughs> Tide have to avoid any kind of packaging that a kid might possibly take the wrong way and I use the wrong way? I didn't look at the Tide Pods and think, eat me. I look at this and think box of wine. So what? But I, it's not a box of wine. I know. But it could be, I'm telling you, no. this is going to turn into kids having wine parties. But it's not, so Tide shouldn't make anything that resembles, so Tide should not also have its laundry detergent in something the size of a vodka jug, like a jug of vodka that's got the handle on it either, because a lot of bottles of detergent are kind of that shape and size. But bottles are one thing like uh, there's a million things that come in bottles not a lot else is a box with a spout but again so what it's not wine though it doesn't go where wine would it doesn't go in your kitchen it doesn't go in the fridge where the wine would go and so you keep it away from the little kids like you would keep all your other stuff and you tell your older kids you know don't do any other stupid challenge and don't you know no one would mistake this for wine. It doesn't look like it. It's bright blue when it comes out of there. It says Tide on the side. If your kids are drinking this, they're idiots. I mean, they're just, and you need to tell them not to. I just, my point is you can't possibly rely on every company to avoid every possibility where a kid's going to use their product for a challenge. Bad idea or an acceptable idea for Tide's new box. If you haven't seen it, go to our Facebook page. It's right there at the top. It's up on Twitter as well. 576-7798. Brad, you're on KMBZ. Good morning, guys. Hey, what's up? Oh, well, I, I love the topic. You guys always get my morning going off with uh, some good conversation and laugh, so I appreciate that Thank very you. much. Thank you, man. Uh, I, I don't think anybody confused the Tide pod with anything. I think it was very intentional what they were doing. So if they're going to drink this wine box, Tide box, it's going to be intentional. I don't think it's going to be any confusion involved. Um, but I, I think they've accomplished their, their goal here, Tide has, that people are still talking about them. Yeah, I mean, true. If, if the point is to get Tide on the mind of everybody, and I don't buy Tide because I think it's really expensive and I buy the cheap stuff, but we're talking about it. This is marketing. You're right about that. Yeah. That's a really, really good point, Brad. Uh, Wild Bill, it says on the screen. Bill, you're on KMBZ. <laughs> Hey, how you guys doing this morning? All right. Hey, look, I'm for this, okay, and I'll tell you why. Let's just weed out the stupid while we can, okay? If, if it's all about population control, right? If you have to really be told, don't drink Tide, don't eat Tide, you're too stupid to breathe, man. Just just die already. Okay. Uh, I'm not going your... Uh, all right, I, I don't go that direction. I'm not... I don't say do it yeah. to weed out the stupid. I, I just think... 
companies shouldn't have to cater to every, you know, every possible thing that your dumb kids are going to do. But I don't think this is your way of like survival of the fittest. When the the next kid eats a Tide Pod or drinks a shot of this and goes to the emergency room, I don't think Bill should walk into that room and say to mom and dad, sorry, weeding out the stupid, your kid's an idiot. And again, to me, there's a difference. Because no one would say that to Bill's kid. Right. With the littler kids who saw the Tide Pods and the bright colors and thought they were candy. Because little kids don't know the difference. Because it looks like candy, which is something they would eat anyway. This is not wine. Like, in no universe would you mistake this for wine. So, yeah, if your kids are doing it, they are doing it on purpose. Michelle, you're on KMBZ. What's up? Um, I think that this is just so dangerous because who's who's holding people responsible for their own actions? I mean, let's lock up everybody and uh, we can't make any more decisions for ourselves. I just think that that's the only thing left to do. I'm fine with that. That would keep a lot of stupid ideas like a wide wine tide box from making its way to shelves. I'm confused. Does she think I'm confused about your point of view? Michelle, would you like to clarify? Uh, yeah, maybe we should do away with drinking glasses, too, because you could you could cut yourself on those glasses. Michelle's yeah. going to the I'm extreme the of, sarcasm. There's a lot of extreme sarcasm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can't eliminate everything a kid is going to do that's going to be stupid. You just can't. Picking up on your sarcasm. Good luck with that. Laying it pretty thick. Thank you, Michelle. Final word is Diane on KMBZ. Hi, Diane. Hi. I just was wondering how many homes actually do have boxed wine. I have never bought a box of wine before. So how do children, well, teenagers know that the wine comes in boxes? Uh, box wine is the highest or the fastest growing, uh, I don't want to say brand, but the fastest growing wine medium in the world. Well, I just never have bought box wine before. Well, I, yeah. I, the, the reason it, it's so popular, and again, more go to a liquor store yeah. 10 years ago and there was Franzia and that's it. Yeah. Go to a liquor store now. They have aisles of box wine. It's because it lasts longer. It's Bingo. because it's in a vacuum. When you open that box, on the inside is a vacuum bag that keeps the air out of it. The oxygen is what ruins wine. And because of that vacuum seal, it'll last a lot longer open. That box, you know, a bottle of wine lasts you two or three days open. I'll, I'll notice a difference after a couple of days. But that box in your fridge could last you three or four weeks. Yeah. I mean, it could last a lot longer. So it, I mean, if you look it up, Diane, I mean, between people selling single small containers of wine for like one glass, you can buy it on, at a liquor store or a box. Those are far, far outpacing traditional bottles of wine for exactly what Jamie is saying. So go check it out, Diane. It's not just Franzia anymore, which, by the way, I enjoy a glass of Franzia from time to time. Haven't drank it since college. When's the last time you bought a box of wine? It's I, I'm a fan of it, Me especially too. I don't drink a lot at one time. Um, you know, one glass at a time. You know, one glass lasts me a while, and so. I'll, I'll do it for that reason. Now, to me, it's not as good as a lot of what I can get in the bottle, but it gets the job done. <laughs> if I just need a glass, yep, it gets the job done. Travis, last time you bought a box of wine? Uh, probably not since college, but the last time I've drank out of a box of wine was like probably a year ago during a tailgate. Yeah, I was going to say, but, the bag. but Travis, did someone rip the bag out of the mm-hmm. box and pass it around? I bought a box of wine 10 days ago, by the way. What kind? Uh, Boda. 
Yeah, that's a popular one. Boda box. And black the, box is really popular too. It was the small boat. It was only mm-hmm. two bottles of wine that was in it, so it only it lasted me about a week. You know, yeah. you're also getting more bottles in your box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just gonna say, there's also uh, now there's boxed up Fireball. So that's that's definitely dangerous. I've had that. Yeah, somebody got us that with the two spouts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a spout on each side of the Fireball box. That's terrifying. Uh, go to our Facebook page and check it out. You can see the uh, the the Tide box that's getting a lot of. Uh, it's facing a lot of controversy. Let's give some stuff away. Yeah, go for it. All right, we're going to play a game, Song That Name. Uh, you've heard Will stare it, do Jam or No Jam, and he gets one second to figure out a song. Well, we do the same thing, except we challenge you, and we play that one second backwards. If you can figure out what song this is, and then we'll play two seconds and three if nobody gets it, but if you can figure out what song this is, we got four tickets for you for the Holiday Boutique this week. Starts tomorrow at the Overland Park Convention Center. Runs all weekend. You got to figure out what song this is. And you have one second backwards. Ready? You got to know the name of the song. Yes. I was going to give you just the artist, but Jamie overruled me today. I said, no, it needs to be the name of the song. All right. Five, seven, six, seven, seven, nine, eight. Here is your one second. It's tough. But you can get it there. You think it's easy? Yeah. All right. Five, seven, six, seven, seven, nine, eight. One more time. Here is your one second. You know why it's easy? Because of the last bit. The last bit? All right, one more time. Listen close. Five, seven, six, seven, seven, nine, eight. We'll take your guesses. And if nobody gets it, we'll give you another second. Uh, coming up next, right here at 98.1, KMB67798, the phone number. Time to play Song That Name. we got four tickets on the line for you to uh, the Overland Park Convention Center as it's hosting the Holiday Boutique coming up this weekend. And we are giving away tickets. All you got to do is figure out what song we've got this week? It's backwards, and there's one second of it out on the air right now. Five seven six seven seven nine eight. Here is your one second of song that name. One more time. Let's go to Nikki first up. Nikki, can you song that name? Is it share one more time? Is it share one more time? It is not. Five seven six seven seven nine eight. Haley, you're next up. Haley, can you song that name? Is it Haven't Met You Yet by Michael Bublé? Is it Michael Bublé, Haven't Met You Yet? Correct, boy wonder. (laughs) (laughs) One second. I mean, that makes... Told you. That makes Will Starrett look like child's play. Told you. He gets it in one second. I said this would be easy. I said that last note. That last one? Is very obviously Michael Bublé. So what if I just did this, and this is all you got? You still like, hear what, his voice. What even even that if I took off? Yeah, that's still him. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> good, and good for him. We played Perfect. a lot of him on the morning show this morning. Oh, I think it's fresh in people's minds. But he's just got a very distinct voice. If you don't know the song, here it is. Dude's got a good, uh, good sound and voice. Done. I think I heard of the commercial this morning. Five world t- or five tours or whatever, and uh, now he's back in Kansas City in March. I don't care for him. <laughs> I it's. I sort of feel the same way about him that I do about Harry Connick Jr. Okay, they're in that same crooner kind of well, right. In that they've each had a couple of big mainstream hits, but generally speaking. Their music um, isn't doesn't get a lot of radio play, but they put out a lot of albums. 
And they, they're great entertainers who probably are good for a certain crowd. But that voice after a while would, is like gritting teeth to me. <laughs> Not a ringing endorsement after from Jamie Monticelli. After, is this, when is he coming? March. Okay. He seems like somebody who would be really good for a Christmas show. Michael oh, Blue Blay. His voice. Yeah, Harry he, Connick Jr. also would be really fear. good for a Christmas show. You know? Blay. Because they just sing in that style that makes me think, yeah, this would be really good for Christmas music. But that I wouldn't want to hear two hours of that. <laughs> Here's Michael Bublé doing some Christmas yeah, for that- you. <laughs> Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. I mean, of this yeah. generation, he's got one of the best voices. I think of this generation. You say best. Yeah, I do. You say gritting teeth. <laughs> it's just um. And do you have any other Christmas songs of his? Of his, yeah. Besides that one, I. But for the record, Travis Walker, who is the one asking for the Christmas music? I know, just Whoa. him. <laughs> I just want to hear him sing something not that. All right, here we go. Come on, he's got to have other songs in Christmas. Here we go. It's beginning to look a yeah. lot like Christmas. You can picture him on stage doing something like this. Everywhere you know? Yes. Go. And loving it. I listened to this album in June. It's too vanilla. His voice is too vanilla. It all sounds the same. He's all one tone. It's beginning to look Now it's getting loud. I crank it up. Just turn my headphones down. Toys in every store. But the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your own front door. Thank you for putting me in a really good Texters mood. Texters are asking me to make you stop, like I have some kind of control over it. I'm not the one that said, hey, play the Christmas music from Michael Buble. That's very obviously not what I meant. I just wanted to hear him. I, it, he, is an, he has an appropriate voice for Christmas music. Uh, other than the song and wonderful. played and Home was his other big mainstream hit, I couldn't tell you what else he is saying. What, what his other hits have been, other than those two songs. So I don't know what he's doing for two hours. He's going to sell out Sprint Center, and he's doing it in March, so it won't be Christmas. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> I won't go. My baby's born Harry- six, six weeks before this. I'm not leaving the house. Now, he's had a great story, though, because his son had cancer or was really, really ill. And there were rumors that he was gonna he was gonna stop performing, yeah, because that had really taken a toll on him, and he really just wanted to be at home. Rumors are obviously false. Watch the uh, James Corden uh, carpool karaoke with Michael mm-hmm. Bublé. Uh, he he breaks down and talks about that. If you need something to watch, all right. I'm not sure what happened to the music. What I think happened the, there? My the speaker's volume, blue. My volume's still up. Travis, you were pretty late to that party. My don't you volume think? is still Took you a while. up. It's super weird. I was getting a headache were from you it. Sleep at the switch in there, or what was going on? Why didn't you? Uh, I actually dumped a lot of that, so no one actually really heard Michael Bublé. When I said this is getting loud, that was my hint to you to make it stop. It's fine. You heard it, but the radio, the radios didn't hear it. I am what I care about. Mark, are you full of Christmas cheer? 
Yeah, sure. It sounds like it, doesn't he? Can't I mean, you see it in my face? <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, I enjoy Christmas. When? December. Yeah, in December. 